welcome 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 hey y'all hey uh if this is your first time wherever you are doing this for those who don't know i have a podcast i have you know i'm on instagram and all this is gonna be on there but who am i if it's your first time <laughs> i'm dr samarium colbert i'm a licensed therapist i have over 16 years uh worth of experience i am a published author i've written over 60 books i'm at book number 63 and I'm going to try to have one finish it for the end of the year, hunty. And um, I have all kinds of things. I have training courses. Uh, I have a t-shirt. Uh, I have my own private practice. And in between sessions, I am doing my uh, doing this. Uh, I am very close to a thousand subscribers, you know. So if you know a bit about it, just go ahead and subscribe, okay? <laughs> and like and comment and sharing if you're watching this via my YouTube channel, all right? Let's talk about this. We're going to talk about today, how do you trust after trauma? Um, this is going to be very brief, um, but um, trauma is something that's so impactful. And believe it or not, I believe that some of the people talk about trauma because some people have experienced it. Trauma uh, is a result of anything, physical, emotional, psychological, uh, all kinds of things, um, uh, a disturbance, a breach, a, 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 a dangerous situation. Uh, but again, it could be physical, it could be emotional, it could be psychological. Uh, you could have someone that has not been physically abused, uh, but uh, experienced psychological abuse uh, as well and had the same symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. This is not meant to diagnose, this is not therapy, by the way. Um, recently, uh, I, for those of before I transitioned to uh, seeing a lot of leaders in my private practice, uh, I started off as a trauma-based therapist. And so uh, I've diagnosed people uh, who have no physical history of being uh, violated, but have a long history of trauma, and they still meet the full criteria for uh, for um, post traumatic stress disorder. Uh, I've also done uh, some work in the area of spiritual abuse, so you can experience spiritual abuse uh, that is so prominent. You know, I, I did a uh, teaching a while back on cults, C U L T cults, uh, and manipulative behavior from spiritual leaders that you also meet the full criteria for post traumatic stress disorder. And so I want to, uh, how do you, how do you trust after trauma? This is such a heavy topic. I'm not going to be able to uh, really delve deep, deep into it. Um, for those who know, I, I don't know if I really I just said this. I do give you uh, kingdom principles, faith-based principles that incorporate that um, to bring about lasting change. And so I want to come from a spiritual perspective as well. Remember, all trauma, regardless of where it comes from, is meant to invoke and, 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 and input into you a spirit of fear. Okay, a spirit of fear. And whenever you have trauma or fear that you uh, have a difficulty uh, letting go of, it could possibly be um, that you've experienced trauma. And you can also have workplace uh, trauma, believe it or not, if you're being bullied, if you're being manipulated. Um, I've had so many clients because of the clientele that I, or the, the, the population that I serve now, who say, when I think about getting ready to go to work, the level of fear and anxiety and almost like dread that I feel just getting to go there because I know what I'm going to have to endure or experience. And so uh, don't take your trauma lightly. All right. Well, how do we deal with that? One of the after effects of coming out of trauma is difficulty being able to trust. I also meet with people who experience narcissism, not narcissism, but who are in recovery from narcissistic relationships where you've been gaslit, where you've been uh, manipulated, where you've been attempted to be controlled, where someone has flattered you initially and love bombed you into uh, the guise of um, of deceit. 
And again, that is still considered trauma, okay? Um, and so how do you do that? Because one of the after effects, like I said, of overcoming uh, trauma is um, you could be out of the situation, but the effects of that uh, that, that, that that trauma uh, is still there. You can still be waking up at night and uh, night sweats and, and 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 feel like you're in that situation. You can still be hypervigilant. You can still be having nightmares. You can still be having uh, intrusive thoughts. You can be afraid, uh, if you will, uh, because of the trauma that you experience. Um, and so there's different components. We talk about the trauma brain, but one of the things that people tend to experience after they have gone through or come out of a traumatic situation, whatever that traumatic situation is, is a difficulty with uh, being able to trust. I think that was one of the most prominent things uh, that I see uh, in my throughout my career when we're talking about overcoming trauma is in a difficulty being able to trust, uh, being able to trust other people and being able to trust ourselves, right? And so this is going to be uh, some tips here. Um, that can be an all-inclusive list, but it's going to give you some tips. Number one, you have to do is um, you can't heal from what you don't acknowledge. Now, I know, you know, we're raised in church and we, we're not supposed to name it and claiming it. Um, but when we experience trauma, we're not bringing it to us. We're simply calling out what is already there because how can you work on healing from something that you have uh, in denial about? You can't shout it out. You can't uh, 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 pray it out. You 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 can't do emotionalism out. Uh, and, and this is why people can go to church and they have a great emotional experience and they shout and they run and hoop and they call and they, and they spit and they swall. And then they go home and the trauma is still there. You know why? Because you don't deal with it. And so you have to acknowledge it. You're not bringing it close to you, not name it and calling yourself. For, no, no, no. We're not doing that church, folk. We're just acknowledging it. And you don't acknowledge it. Uh, you acknowledge it with the intention, watch this, of healing from it. This is why we go to therapy. And I see people venting their traumas on social media. Uh, social media is not your therapist. A therapist is a trained person that's going to help bring you from a place of brokenness to a place of healing. They're going to help you. They don't do it for you because we're not Jesus but they help you. And so oftentimes we acknowledge our, our pain. If we go to social media, we're not necessarily seeking a, a, a healing to talk about my trauma. We're seeking uh, revenge or validation. And so don't avenge your heart. If someone has manipulated you, you come through trauma, drama, and, and, and chaos and turmoil. Don't go to social media uh, trying to, because that's not going to help. It's not going to avenge your heart. It's a temporary uh, a temporary um, band-aid for a deep-seated issue, okay? And I see people all the time, childhood trauma, abandonment, my last relationship, and now we use uh, we use social media as a way to vent, but that's that's not therapy. Venting someone, venting your problems to someone is not therapy. It's not going to uproot it. It's not going to take it up at the root, okay? It's not going to do it, all right? And so we have to acknowledge it. But how do we acknowledge it? Who do we acknowledge it to? Do you want to tell everybody your trauma? You want to tell everybody you've been uh, abused and things like that? No, you don't necessarily have to tell everybody that. Tell the right people. That uh, the Bible says um, that um, in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. And so when you have wise counselors who can sit down and, and, and help to draw you out. So if you're going to have a conversation with me about your trauma, I'm okay with it. Cause that's what I do. Well, you're not going to stay there because my skill set helps to draw you out. 
you know, when I experience my, because we all life, life is going to be life for every single body. Don't stop lifing because you get a degree because you become a therapist. When I experienced my own trauma, it was the help of my own wise counsel to help to draw me out so I, I can make different decisions. So what is your trauma? We acknowledge it, but what am I going to do with it? You know, I think it's ironic. People are so quick to go to their primary care physician and work on the, in their physical health, but have deep, 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 deep-seated trauma in them and just walk around with it for years. For years, still being bound by the trauma. Because you know why, church folk? Y'all don't believe in going to therapy. And that's why we get up bleeding on people. <laughs> okay? So acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. But not just put it all out there on social media because oh, you can vent and and because you know and we we avenge no 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 to the right people God who are my wise counselors and then again go to therapy okay all right uh, point number two uh, how we deal with that um, it is okay when you experience trauma to take your time building relationships I I think that uh, one of you do yourself a severe injustice when you meet someone today. And you are besties with them tomorrow. Some of y'all, can we just talk? Can, can we talk? The reason why you experience trauma, not not we're not victim blaming, but we gotta we gotta. What did I learn? What I'm talking to you about in a minute is that we didn't properly vet people. We didn't we we ignored red flags. Now the difference between you are brought up in a traumatic environment you understand so when you were brought up that way again therapy helped because you don't always recognize red flags because this traumatic issue has been my norm so if you were raised and people fussing and cussing and, and and acting up you don't always know you you tend to repeat those patterns watch this in our adult life because that's our normal even though technically it's not normal Right. And so that's a different, that's a different genre. One's not better than that. But then the other people, you, 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 you know, you, 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 you had a, a healthy upbringing, but we refuse to vet people, right. To determine who are you really. Believe it or not, a narcissist shows you red flags. Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. So I have to understand now, and one of the key components, when we talk about psychological, emotional, uh, things like that, is that people are quick to jump into relationships, friendships. Oh, you're my best friend. We just met two days ago. How are we best friends? We loyal. How are you loyal to somebody you just met? You are not, come on now, y'all. It's a recipe for disaster. We ignore red flags. We, we, we you know, and I'm going to talk to you about everybody, everything that attaches itself to you, it ain't from God. So you have to take time and I'm going to talk to you about how you can, you can be cool and calm and collect and, and, and embrace everyone. You can, you can embrace everyone. The proximity by which, watch, they have access to you has to be vetted. Okay, so now he's based upon the trauma that I experienced. Bible says, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. That's the word, right? As it, does mean, it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you when you're guarded. The scripture says, guard your heart. The scripture says, guard your heart. Right? That's what it says. Uh, now, guarding your heart is not, not the same as walls. People think, oh, you, you guarded so you have walls. No, no, no. When I'm guarding my heart, it's like a fence. People can come in and out, but but who gets close? Who gets in front of my door? Who gets in my house? 
that's going to be different because of I am guarding my heart to see who has capacity for access to me into my intimate spaces. Who that's that's my that's my guarding guarding my heart. Walls and nobody gets in good and bad in between. Trauma will teach you walls. But garden teach you healthy relationships and who to let in. There's some people like they 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 in your face, kicking <laughs> high, kicking it kind, and you know at the end of the day, they they not worth the salt on this earth. Okay, but you're still cool with them. You just know they can't get that level of access to you. Big difference. Now demonic people with demonic agendas, they get the wall. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. So so you know so now based upon the experiences that I've had, the traumas I've gone through, whether it be childhood. Uh, my last season, my 20s, whatever it is, I'm going to take my time because I desire healthy relations, but I'm going to take my time so that I can vet people and I find myself back in the in the in the uh back in the places that I've that I've been in, in the past. And that, that sometimes uh trauma teaches us some wisdom. Other thing is that we have to ask God for discernment. A lot of times, again, for those Bible-believing Christians, we just don't use discernment. Okay, discern. So somebody can be saying the right thing, talking the right talk, walking the right walk, and they still from the, the enemy. But discernment teaches you who's who and what's what. That's discernment. You understand? So sometimes you can't play victim. Who 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 did me? What wrong? This that the third. Uh, you did. You have to understand <laughs> that the the see God can give you keys right to His kingdom, but if you don't use the keys, my beloved. Uh, you still are um, bound. You still get bound. You still get caught. You still get trapped, right? Because you always use the word deity discernment. And discernment is not based upon what I can physically see, okay? Because it can look good, smell good, sound good, talk good, talk, talk, walk, you walk, and it's still a demon. Discernment tells you at the end of the day what the truth is because the Holy Spirit, what leads us into what all truth. So I got to ask God, God, based upon my experiences, Give me the sermon. There's a gift of the spirit called the sermon of spirits. Just because you're next to me don't mean you love God. Just because we're sitting in the same church and listen to the same message does not mean we love God. Just because you shout and speaking in tongues does not mean you love God. Okay? And I'm not going to judge it, but I have to discern proximity. Right? Okay? All right? Watch this. Remember, deal with the fear. You have to be intentional about dealing with the fear. Second Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Now, fear is fear is fear. I heard someone say that. I heard someone say that it was, it was, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't accurate, right? So anxiety and fear are the same thing. Fear is not there at night and anxiety in the morning. Anxiety, it just doesn't, it doesn't, all anxiety is fear. All fear is some form of anxiety. Now, what we do in the in the in the therapy world is figure out what type of fear is it a generalized anxiety? Is it a phobia? Uh, is it a trauma based fear? That's gonna you, your clinician clinicians if you're watching this has to discern what determine what type. So when we are assessing we, what type is this is is this a general anxiety that comes from life being life or is it rooted in the past because that's gonna dictate how we treat you not treat you differently but how the treatment plan I guess is, is what I'm saying of how we approach certain things. <laughs> but we have to deal with the fear. Um, you can't just, you know, again, we can't, you can't just shout it away. You have to deal with it. And there's some areas of your fear. You just got to face. If God tells you to go forward, you can't say, well, my trauma and my past, God says go forward. And sometimes as you're moving forward, that's God's way of helping you to be delivered from that spirit of fear. There's some areas of fear, uh, meditate, prayer, all those things, but God just says, go forward. And, 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 and the feeling of fear is still there. That feeling of trauma is still there. But as you move forward, it begins to break off because now you're facing your fear. Amen. Amen. 
Uh, give yourself grace. Um, give yourself grace. Um, one of the things that I continue to uh, deal with is a lot of people have been in these types of narcissistic relationships and they give themselves a lot of guilt. Uh, they give themselves shame. And you can stay stuck in this place of guilt and shame and embarrassment because how could I allow this to happen? Uh, sometimes y'all, and I say this all the time, that I feel like I'm having the same session with different clients over and over and over again. It's okay because I love it. Uh, but I look for, I'm, I'm hearing themes. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. How could I allow this person in my space and in my life to do these types of things to me? You got to let yourself off the hook. That's number one, let yourself off the hook. But also realize that it is it, these are things that are common to man. Give yourself grace. Um, sometimes um, you had the best intentions, but it just didn't go well. It didn't. You know, I had people in my I was trying to help. I had the best intentions, and I still got 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 traumatized. You know, and so with the best intentions, it didn't work out because my heart was pure. Because remember this, David said this, uh, or I think it was in Psalm, to the pure in heart. All things are pure. Sometimes you could have the best intentions and the impure from the pure places of your heart. I was just trying to help. I've been there. Have you been there? Can we say amen? Amen. And so you have to like, you can't hold yourself harshly because and I was telling someone some this recently, you can't, don't keep putting yourself down. We call the self-depreciating thoughts. How could I? Why could I? Why was I so stupid? Oh, I'm me so stupid. Uh, don't do that. Don't, don't start cursing yourself i'm an idiot i'm stupid why how can i do that no with the information that you had at that time okay you had that experience maybe that level of trauma you did what you felt that you had to do at that time you had the best intentions no one wakes up one morning and says you know i'm gonna be traumatized and i'm gonna go through all kinds of changes and i'm gonna have to go to therapy no one says that right whether it be childhood adulthood last season i got no one says that and so you have to give yourself grace to know that I, I I had the best intentions. God's grace is with me and I'm not going to keep holding myself hostage. You cannot operate or receive the grace of God that God has called you to. Check out my last teaching on grace versus works. You cannot receive the grace that God has given you if you keep being stuck and shoulda, coulda, and woulda. That's a sad song to sing, but at some point we got to stop singing it, right? I should have known better. I could have known better. Should have, could have, and would have. And I would have known better. We can't sing that song no more. Sometimes you got to let it go. Give yourself grace. Forgive yourself. Forgive the other person. But like I said, in lots of teachings, forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. If some people, you have changed, your heart has changed, your mind is made up. They are still the same. They are still the same. And you can't control that change. You can always control you. And you're going you're gonna to change yourself out right out of this, right, right out of having access to me. There's some people I have changed. I'm not the same person I was X, Y, and Z years ago. I'm not that same person. They're still the same. Still stuck, stuck at that same place. Mm -mm, Samaria can't do it. Right? All right. Let's keep it moving, y'all. Take the risk. There's something, like I said, you just got to move. You got to move forward past it. You got to make it. Sometimes we're waiting for things to be all the way better and, and, uh, and, 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 and things to be just about right. Take the risk at some point. It's okay to make a mistake. It is not okay to stay stuck in the mistake you made. Stop waiting for a feeling before God says move. Stop waiting for an angel come sit at your door and tap you on your head and say, my child, move forward. Sometimes you got to feel that fear 
not always fear now and just move forward. And as you begin to move forward into that thing, you drop it off. When I first, and this is not about trauma. When I first started, um, uh, I'm a very, very quiet person. I was young. I was very, very, very shy. And me getting up and speaking in front of anybody would just freak me all the way out because I was so shy. And I kept praying because God started speaking to me through dreams and visions. God, what do you want me to do? God, God, help me, help me, help me, help me. And then eventually, uh, a few speak, I started getting a few speaking engagements. And I realized I was afraid driving up there. I was afraid of getting up in. I was afraid of getting up on that stage, which, you know, I just kept doing it. So sometimes you have to feel the fear and just keep going. And the fear will drop off of you as you do what God has called you to do. You cannot use the fear as a reason to stay stuck. Remember the, uh, the, the parable of the talents. The one servant who did absolutely nothing and hid himself because he was a quote unquote afraid that he didn't get brownie points with the, uh, he didn't get brownie points with, with the ruler. The ruler was like, oh, I'm so sorry that you were afraid and you did absolutely nothing that you were supposed to do. I'm so sorry about that. And gave him a big old hug. He said, no, depart from me, you workers of a nickel. You did absolutely nothing. You don't get brownie points in life, life for delaying, for disobedience, for not doing what God called you to do because I was afraid. I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid that you wouldn't like me. I would. You don't get brownie points in life because you're afraid. It just don't happen. You know, and that's one of the things because I've struggled with a lot of fear in my lifetime. I always had to realize what do I want more? I want God's voice more. I want God's promises more. And I'm not going to get there just sitting there waiting for the failing of fear to go away. Sometimes I just got to do it. Whatever it is, relationships, do it. You know, with wisdom now, what you hear from God. Okay. Don't be, don't be getting, you know, don't be doing the most. Okay. Don't be, don't get got. Uh, starting my own private practice, moving here, uh, things. But I moved from North Carolina. I moved from Maryland by myself. Okay, I'm like Abraham, moving to a place where you don't know nobody. <laughs> but but I realized throughout my life, even though I struggle with fear, I I just had you have to want what God wants for you more than you want your fear. And when God tells you to do something, you don't do it. You're saying, God, I want my fear more than I want your voice. I said, God, how does somebody say that they, they love God? I'm just going to tell you the whole T-I-M truth. How does somebody say you love God? This is this is God for your life. This I'm just doing the most about God, 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 God. And God gave you clear instructions. He gave you clear instructions. And you clearly don't do what God said. You know what he said, Sister Mary? Because you fear what you, you reverence the voice of God more than you reverence your fear. That's what he told me. You reverence Samaria. And I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you, you reverence or you fear is what it's worth. Not fear in a sense of like, I'm afraid of God. No, you reverence the voice of God more than you reverence the fear of man. But there are people, I'm saying, not, not, not that I'm better, that they fear the voice of man more than they, than they fear or reverence the voice of God. And we can, we can say, no, 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 that ain't the case. Well, if that's not the case, why are we still sitting in disobedience when God told you what to do? Fear does not validate, does not pacify disobedience. Even, watch this, trauma. I know my trauma folks, we want to hug. I know y'all want me to hug it out. Oh, I know, baby, that fear, that trauma. It's Sometimes it's still going to be there. I'm afraid of going to that place because of the trauma I experienced. It's still going to be there. I get it. But 
it's not an you can't use it as an excuse my childhood was bad so I didn't do what God told me to do my ex was bad so I God didn't tell me what I didn't want he didn't tell me I, I didn't do what, I, what you told me to do because my past was my ex was really nasty to me uh I, I'm not going to go forward into the ministry God has called me to because I am afraid God's like okay what did I tell you to do you know talk is cheap it really is point number eight um oh point number seven excuse me let me make sure I got this right I said take the risk that that was number six I'm sorry I'll uh, put number seven ask yourself what did you learn as a result of the trauma don't focus on what you lost because trauma robs you a lot of things if you really be honest it robs you of your peace robs you of your joy robs you of your ability to be in the moment because you're always focused on what's next it robs you of so many different things it can rob you of your friendships can rob you of healthy relationships. It, it, it can rob you of so many different things, but you can't focus on uh, what you lost. You got to focus on what you learned. You know, one thing I learned about myself when I overcame different traumas, I'm like, I learned I'm resilient. I learned that the, the type of people I want in the next season of my life, I learned it. It is okay for some Mary to be me. I learned it's okay for me to speak up for myself and confront you in love. I learned so much about me. I, re- I learned... That regardless of what people said about me, the accusations, the rumors, the smear campaign, which I'm going to talk about next in our next session, I learned that that man don't stop God's show. I learned I learned to be resilient and endure and become strong because of what I had to endure. But trauma taught me that. So it's always a way of thinking about. It. You can go, oh, woe is me. You can stay stuck. But why? What have you learned that you can take into your next season? I learned a certain type of people that I, that I see, I, I meet people all the time. I know a lot of people because if you've been in the field of, of for practice, you meet colleagues and other clients and all kinds of people and different uh, community uh, partners and things like that, particularly when you work, used to work in the community uh, mental health field, such as I, you just meet people all the time. And so, but I learned the types of person that I want access to my, into my intimate spaces. Not like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like that. I mean, but, but, but to me personally, I learned there's certain types of people not discriminating. I, I'm not, I'm not built for you. And I'm okay with that. I learned I'm not superhuman. I'm not your cross. I'm not your judge or your jury. I'm not your bank of America. I'm not your Jesus. I didn't die on the cross for your sins. I learned my limitations. Okay. I learned as much as I want to help people. There's some people I can't help. I learned that. What did you learn as a result of your trauma? I can only talk about me. Okay. I can't give you the examples of my clients either. What did you learn that you can take into your next season? I learned it's okay to take your time. I learned that sometimes I'm a nice person. I am a nice person. Sometimes people will take advantage of a nice person. And I, I say things all the time and I'm telling you my business without telling you my business. Sometimes people look for nice people to take advantage of. And they may start off respectful. They really do. They start off respectful. But once they, once they feel like they 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 can they can do what they want. You gotta check them the first time. I learned to speak up the first time, and that go all ham. You better never. The first time I see them, check it. I learned that. I learned not to be passive. I learned I don't have to be aggressive, which I'm really not. I learned to be assertive. I learned that. I learned not to let things slide. I learned that. So what has this season of your life taught you? You learn red flags. I learned to be a better therapist. 
I learned that I am enough. I learned it. What did you learn? What did you learn? I learned that I am enough. I learned, let me tell you what I learned. I learned you can accomplish the world. I'm promised on God's great name, you can accomplish the world. And there are people in life that will never, you'll never be enough for it. And it's okay. I learned that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I learned that if God loves me, I don't give a who who handed. <laughs> that ain't a word. Who don't like me? I learned that. But those are empowering things. Okay? Those are empowering things. The Lord told me to tell it to one of my clients uh, a few years ago. He said, tell her, I say, meditate on scripture. This is one of my faith-based clients. Until her words, her actions, and her deeds are reflected upon scripture. So you got to, so something, you know, you can be so busy trying to give other people scripture that you miss it for yourself. You got to identify what, what is my issue here now? My fears, my insecurities, my negative thoughts. What is that? What a, what am I experiencing? That? And you look at scripture and, and meditation. Those are not that new age. Mm-hmm, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about meditating on scripture. On the goodness of God, you meditate repetitive action over again until your words, your action, and your deeds are a reflection of scripture. You must be intentional. Verse number, point number nine, excuse me, be intentional and take time to heal. Uh, healing is not going to come by happenstance. Healing is not just going to come uh, because you shout and you speak in tongues. That's not how healing is going to come. It has to be an intentional uh, change of behavioral actions uh, intentionally every single day. I call it my therapy sessions with God. Before I'm writing a book, before I'm uh, talking about something I'm going to create or before I'm talking about the clients I need to serve or preparing for that, what I have to do is have my sessions with God. God, what are you saying to me about me? And that is how we are intentional. Okay. Point number 10, it is okay to have trust issues. I know y'all said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Go with me here. I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make my case plain. It is okay to have trust issues. I said it's okay to have trust issues. The concern is what are you gonna do about it? Watch this. You don't have to trust everyone and you shouldn't. It is I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Certain things where uh just everybody, let me not. <laughs> you don't have to trust everyone. Okay, you don't. And I'm gonna give you a scripture to back that up. Give me one minute. You don't have to trust everyone who shows up in your life. You should be kind to everyone. Kind, and you can be friendly. You uh, you get what I'm saying? You can be friendly. Good morning. How are you? You can be friendly. That's what you should be. But be a friend to everybody. Remember, attachment is not always love. Find find yourself here in John John. Chapter two, start the 24th verse. And it reads, but Jesus didn't trust them. He didn't trust who? Them. Did it just say Ju- Judas? Uh-uh. He it didn't say he didn't trust Judas because he knew Judas would betray him. He didn't say that. He said he didn't trust them. That was me. That was that, that was more than one person. Did Jesus have trust issues? Was Jesus insecure? Did he have self-doubt? Because he didn't trust absolutely not john 2 24 but jesus didn't trust him why didn't he trust them because he knew all about people that's what it says no one needed to tell him about human nature for he knew what was in each 
person's heart. And that's Jesus. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. You're just Jesus. He didn't trust him. So, and I did a whole teaching called Trust Issues. Just because someone I love you and I trust you does not mean you're obligated or even you should trust. As a matter of fact, it is, it is unwise to trust people. So again, I have to say this again, attachment is not love. Just because something attaches itself to you doesn't mean they love you. Flattery is not love. Okay, love bombing is not love. Trauma bond. You, you've been through things, I've been through things. Let's, let's do this together. It's not love. Jesus said the Holy Spirit has been endowed to us. He's going he's gonna to lead us into all truth. So if Jesus didn't trust people, why do we think we should have to trust all people? The Holy Spirit will tell you who's who and what's what. The Holy Spirit will teach you what's in a person's heart. The Holy Spirit will do that. Lastly, the Bible says, according to Romans chapter 2, renew your mind. How do you want to transform, transform trauma brain or the trauma brain to be able to trust is to renew your mind over and over and over again. Begin to submit that to God. Meditate on the scriptures. He's going to change that fear-based nature, that, that trauma-based nature. He's going to renew it. You know, the Bible is casting down vain imagination. Everything is all inside the bubble of knowledge of God. Trauma wants to come back in and replace like, what happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. But renew your mind. Submit your thoughts to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And you and it's, you have to be intentional about it. You can't just let thought come and just swim anyway. What happened? This, that, and the third. I don't understand. Renew your mind. The scripture is going to give you strength. And of course, go to therapy. Go to therapy. God bless you. I'm Dr. Samarian Colbert. Next week, we're going to not, well, I don't know if it's next week, but we're going to talk about gossip, rumors, and smear campaigns and what you should do about it. Uh, if you are interested in requesting speaking engagements, any any of my books that I'm uh, talking about today, digital or download, or digital or paperback, go to www.drsamariancolbert.com. I also have a training website called www.trainingchristianleaders.com. And if you're located in the state of North Carolina, okay, uh, and you know, we do accept both insurances. We do in-office and telehealth sessions. Uh, so if you are in Charlotte, if you are in uh, Wilmington, if you are in across the state lines, uh, all the way in uh, Wichita, North Carolina, <laughs> uh, Smyrna, North Carolina, uh, uh, High Point. Well, High Point ain't but down the street. Y'all can come to the office. But if you want to do telehealth sessions, if you want to do a, a session in the middle of the day, Okay, and you log into your, your device as long as you're in a private place. We will be glad to serve you. Uh, and how do you do that? www.dacasamericobra.com. Oh, I'm sorry. www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. You can also check out, um, we do accept most insurances, but also check out your EAPs because we do accept most EAPs as well. All right. God bless you. We're back in the day. Another time of the banger. Bye, y'all. Bye.